from days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe comes a legend. Star Joe's Podcast, episode 259, My G.I. Joe Fantasy. I'm your host, Ryan. I'm Grub. I'm Anthony. And I'm Rock. And welcome back, everyone. Yeah, we have another full house tonight. Uh, Robert was actually going to join us. Uh, however, he had a massive migraine happen, uh, and uh, it's legitimate with him. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh yeah, I got a migraine. It's like, no, you got a really bad headache. But no, Robert actually gets migraines, unfortunately. And I, so last minute he was like, I was hoping that, you know, I'd be able to get my medicine in and I'd be okay for tonight. And that just didn't happen. And I was like, dude, this isn't even something I can like poke fun at you about or make, you know, tease you for missing the episode. This is, you know, uh, so I was like, so that's just not fair. But, uh, Robert wanted to be here. He actually had made his draft and everything we were talking about the last couple days and, and stuff. But, uh, he didn't make it, but we definitely have enough people to make this a worthwhile episode. Uh, we're finally going to do this G.I. Joe Fantasy. Uh, Fantasy Draft made a whole bunch of rules for this, which was, uh, which was fun to try to make it like as real of a Fantasy Draft as possible. Uh, we'll go over the rules and everything. Uh, and then uh, we will actually be working on the uh, drafting pick order. Uh, which even I don't know what the order will be. So uh, I'll explain how we did that, or we're going to do that as well, and we're going to do that in the episode. So uh, as Rock had mentioned before the episode started, we will, when, as we're picking our, our options, we will uh, talk, we'll talk a bit about as to why we picked that person. And then once the episode's completely done, and this is up, on, up and out there for people, uh, you will have until the end of September to uh, vote on who you think had the best team. And you can do that vote by either being in the Facebook group uh, where we will have this posted as hopefully I'll be able to just do it as a survey and people can uh, vote for that. 
Or you can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com and say who you think had the best team. And you can give reasons as to why if you want to. Uh, and we'll read it on the, on the next episode uh, after uh, the end of September. So um, so I think it'll be a fun time. Uh, I know for a fact I heard from a lot of you guys that um, you spent more time worrying and thinking about this draft than you did on fantasy football drafts. <laughs> Indeed, because there's this one you actually have to like pull up things and look at things as opposed to sit there and stare at a screen and everyone's already there and who the best person is at the top. That's true. That's very true. Yeah, this is my first actually fantasy draft I've ever done before, so this was uh, fitting for it to be GI Joe related. <laughs> very cool. All right, so I am going to go over the rules and I'm just going to read what I texted out to you guys, so this way. Um, Hopefully it makes sense to people. Um, so the rules are uh, there will be some overall requirements uh, that you have to have on your team. There must be at least one G.I. Joe member on your team, and there must be at least one Cobra member on your team. You can have as many of either faction as you want, or you can you know go in any direction you want, but you must have at least one of each of those on your team. You must have at least one female character on your team. And again, as one, you can have as many of them as you want. Uh, and but knowing that GI Joe is very diverse and having a lot of awesome female characters, I thought that would be a, a good thing to have in there. So those are some overall requirements. Uh, more specific spots that are required, and this is kind of like when you're talking about like your quarterbacks and your wide receivers and things like that. And when it comes to fantasy football, uh, you typically have some spots that you have to you have to fill in. So one is that you need to have one Joe or Cobra known leader. So uh, I think we mentioned this when this first came up. You can't pick Snake Eyes and say he's going to be your leader just because you really like Snake Eyes because Snake Eyes has never been a leader in G.I. Joe. Um, so uh, you must have at least one trooper character. So that can be on the Joe side or on the Cobra side, but you must have at least one trooper style character. Uh, you must have at least one ninja or martial arts character. There's definitely a lot of them out there, so felt like that would be a good requirement to have there. Uh, the, the other four slots can be filled with any character, so we're, we are creating a team of seven, starting off, and we'll, I'll explain that a little bit in a bit, uh, of at least individual characters. So the other four slots can be any other character, but cannot be characters that came with a vehicle. Because you're, we're also going to pick two vehicles. And uh, one of the vehicles must be a small vehicle, where meaning it just has a one-seater compartment. And I know that some vehicles, you know, they, they can, you can have other characters ride on the side, like Cobra Fang or the Devilfish or something like that. But those still only have one seat. So it's a one-seater seat, vehicle. And then one medium to large vehicle, meaning basically that it holds two or more, uh, here, uh, seat, has two or more seats. Um, if your vehicle comes with a, in the toy line, came with a character, you automatically get that character added to your team and they are not part of your seven. So they're just an additional character to add to your roster. 
there is no required order in which you must pick your team. So if you want to start by getting a leader, you can. If you want to start by getting a ninja-type character, you can. If you want to start by just picking a vehicle, or if you want to start by picking some random character, you can do any order you want, just like fantasy football. It's whatever you want, and that might cause other people to go, crap, I, I need to get one of those characters because mine might be gone. Um, you're just required to fill all the slots. So some questions that came up. Uh, once a character is chosen by someone, all versions of that character are are gone. Like So in other words, you can't pick Tiger Force character if that character's already been picked. Um, when it comes to vehicles, you cannot pick the USS flag as a vehicle. It was, I know in some respects it's a vehicle, in other respects it's a playset. We just decided that's, it's not a vehicle for this. So, the characters you can choose from, uh, basically it's from the, uh, any version of the Homiverse. So basically it's, you can choose any characters from the 1982 to 1994 toy line. Or any characters that were in the comic line of a real American hero. So, starting from Marvel number one up through and including everything that IDW has done uh, for a real American hero. With the first pick, I'll be taking the blue ninjas. <laughs> you you can if you want to. <laughs> I was literally just thinking that. <laughs> Clearly, that's not going to be the case. I mean, that's a trooper and a ninja. That is true. That is true. You yeah, filled... but for your first pick, hell <laughs> you, you don't pick your kicker for your first pick, okay? Right. That's what's going to happen. The ninja is going to be like, oh, no, they're making a run on the kickers right now. <laughs> the defense. i got to get a ninja. And uh, also one clarification, because it was, it was asked, uh, no Street Fighter G.I. Joe characters. Uh, so um, I know that they kind of became part of the canon toy line, but we're, we are excluding them. Um, so before we get into the draft, uh, as far as the order of the draft and how we're going to do that, do any of you guys have any questions, additional questions? Should we add the defiant to the no flag rule? Uh, we can do that. I had no intentions of picking on that. So I, I didn't either. I didn't either because I was like, then you have to go in space. And it just occurred to me. I was like, that's a big damn thing. Too. Although that would have been cool because it had two characters, didn't it? Uh, I think it did. Yeah, yeah. The payload and topside or something. Yeah, something like that. I know payload. Yeah. Um. So okay. Yeah, we can exclude that as well. So, uh, any other questions or any other exclusions that you think need to happen have, have happen. A hypothetical situation, I get the number one pick overall, and I know Grub wants Dusty. Can I hold him uh, as a collateral to trade for uh, future draft picks for Grub? No. Once you pick a, a uh, character, they are yours. You pick is whoever you pick. I'm right. To draft. I'm not going to be that mad. <laughs> Just next time I see you, well, maybe I'll I'll give you some shit, but that's about it. Right. Um, well, if I'm like on the clock, from, rock, from, from, from Ryan. <laughs> so that's the thing. I knew everybody. That's the first thing I said when, when Ryan told me, uh, he texted me about Robert not coming on. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Now I'm not going to need to draft Torpedo then. <laughs> yeah. And I said, uh, well, well, I guess, I, I guess the bridge layer is up for grabs. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So here is how the drafting order is going to happen. I sent our names to Chuck. 
and said, put these in any order. I told him it was for the draft. I said, put these names in any order you want. This is not going to be the order of the draft. So this, I didn't want him to show any favoritism towards anybody or lack of favoritism towards anyone. So I just said, this is not going to be the order of them, but I just need you to jumble them up. I sent you four, I sent you four names. I need you to send me four names back in a different order. So basically shuffling them. I am now going to send those four names to Eric. So we're going to both have the same four names. Rock and Anthony, neither one of you know the order of these names, correct? Not at all. Right. So what's going to happen is you guys are going to take turns picking a number, and that's going to be the order based off of the names I am sending to Eric right now. So Eric, did you get the names? How are you sending this to me? Text or? Yeah, send it to you by text. Yes, Yes, okay. I just want you to have, I want you to have. We're going to do rock, paper, scissors, right? Just to figure out who goes first. Yeah, Rock wins because he's Rock. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but I wanted to send it to Eric this way. There's this way Eric can at least confirm that I'm I am also not cheating and that he actually sees the same names I see. So in the order that I see them. So yeah. So we'll just start with Rocks. Rock beats Anthony basically, <laughs> <laughs> just like real life. <laughs> A Rock would beat. I'm going to go with one because each I'm looking at the back of a bunch of mint on card figures and there's one flag point on the back. So I'm going to say one. Okay. And Eric, if you want to confirm who that is, that's Anthony. That's Anthony. Okay. So Anthony, uh, two, three or four. Well, now that I know I'm going first, I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with number three for no rhyme or reason. Okay. That would be Ryan. That is me. Oh, Ryan, it's a shame you really wanted Flint, didn't you? (laughs) And then, uh, Rock, you will pick uh, either number two or number four. Number four. That's me. That's Eric. So, Rock, you will pick last in the draft, which means, again, it's a snake draft. So when you pick, you will then pick a second person right after that, and we will continue like that. So. All right. So that was, I felt like that was the best way to make sure that no one knew what order ahead of time, including myself. So, um, how much time is on the clock per pick? We got to make that a rule, too. Um, I think it's, I, I, I think, you, I think it's like a consensus of people like, come on, you're taking too long. <laughs> all right. It should be like 30 seconds. You should yeah, it shouldn't take I was saying, who's going who's to take longer than like maybe 20 or 30 seconds right. for this? Because I was going to say, I think we all took time to kind of prepare. Like I said, I do have categories and stuff like that, but it's not going to take me long to just make a gut decision at some point. So, um, well, we already know what two of your picks are going to be. So come on. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, you don't. Yes, we do. Unless somebody else takes them. You might know one of them, but I'm guaranteeing you don't know two of them. So, uh, all right, Anthony, you are on the clock. Who is your first pick? So I am going to go right to the medium slash large vehicle. Okay. I am going with the Warthog. Okay. And since I'm doing that, that gives me Sergeant Slaughter as a character since he's the driver and also makes him my leader. Okay. So basically because because you got Sergeant Slaughter and you have the, the Warthog and everything else, you fulfilled your large vehicle, you filled your leader need. You can, st- you're just going to have, but you're going to, you're going to have slots and you don't need to fill that leader role anymore because you got a leader. You don't have to fill your large vehicle. So you'll just have Correct. free reign to get others, another character somewhere. 
So. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, all right. I'll get this one out of the way because you're all expecting it anyways. So I'll, <laughs> I'll take Flint. Not a surprise. He's, he is, uh, my favorite character, but also I do feel like he is the best leader in G.I. Joe. He gets his, he gets his hands dirty. He takes care of things. He also never gets captured. So, uh, I will follow Flint into battle any day of the week. So. All right. Eric. I turn. Yep. From, from my first pick, I'm going with the Wolverine because it gives me a vehicle plus cover girl. There you go. So. And I believe, and since, I believe the Wolverine is a small vehicle too because it's only it one is, seater. It only right? has one seat. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I have it as a possibility on my list, so. Very nice. Do you want to give any reasons behind it? Uh, because it's one of those things where the Wolverine was a toy I always wanted as a child and never had. And that's why I like CoverGirl so much is because of that fact. Okay. Um, and, I mean, I own one now as an adult, but never had as a as a kid, and it always made me sad. Good reason to pick as a number one draft pick for you, then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock. My number one pick will be Firefly. Uh, I hate I you. Like I hate you so much right now. <laughs> I like a Demolition Expert. Uh, you know, he was one of the few people that seemed like he normally got his mission accomplished right. in the cartoon and in the comic book. I feel like he's pretty reliable as a a solid number one draft pick. That, that's why I wanted him to. But <laughs> all right, and you get to pick again. So who is your next pick? With my next pick, I'm gonna go. See, this is where I get just gets a little caught up now. Do I go with the vehicle I want, or do I want to go with another solid pick? I think with uh, my next pick, I'm gonna go with the Snow Serpent. Because my idea is I want a trooper that he's anti-armor, okay. and he's also a solid soldier. That's probably not a wise number two pick, but uh, you know I want a, a solid ground soldier. Yeah. So I like he was actually serpent. the Snow Serpent was high on my uh, yeah I like the Snow my Serpent trooper list. Yeah, it's a good one. It's a very good one. All right, Eric, your pick. My I'm going with my second vehicle in the Killer Whale. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> that was uh, that was a tough call for me to pick between the warthog and the whale. The whale was my number one yeah, large it, vehicle it gives pick. Me a cutter, but <laughs> I'm not worried about cutter so much. But that is just it is absolutely one of the most badass toys they ever made. Oh yeah, definitely for sure. So, all right. Can you imagine what that would have been like with the battery compartment and it actually working? Oh yeah, It'd be amazing. Um, this perspective, in theory. You could take the Wolverine and put it in the whale and an amphibious assault it, and then boom, Wolverine off onto the beach. There, that's true. All right. I, I have to pick this because if I don't pick this character, I, he ain't making it back to me, I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, maybe not. We'll see. Uh, but I got to go with Storm Shadow. Um, just a badass ninja. He is absolutely amazing to me he's better than snake eyes um got yeah there's nothing else needs to be said about storm shade it's just an amazing ninja character so all right anthony all right so this pick is number two of my choices but number one in my 
heart. It's a uh, rock and roll version two with the twin handheld Gatlin guns. Okay. And, uh, you know, as far as I'm concerned, it's the best action figure in the entire line. And I'll fight anyone that says otherwise. <laughs> I had him on my list and I was like, if I don't think it'll even happen because Anthony won't let it happen. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough because I'm like, well, I wanted to go for the two-for-one deal with the vehicle, but, you know, I think everyone kind of knows rock and roll is my is my flint to you, Ryan. So, I, yeah. you know, he had to be up there pretty pretty quick. Yeah. All right, and then uh, you get a, an, uh, another pick, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and go with the, you know, maybe my uh, – I don't know, maybe call it my Dark Horse pick. I'm going to go for my female and Ninja. I'm going with Jinx. Okay. That's a good one. Solid one. I think, uh, you know, I think that was a pretty uh, pretty stout character. Yeah. And, uh, you know, dug her a lot. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, All right. So uh, I'm going to go with my small vehicle. And I'm going to go with the shark that comes with Deep Six. Because I have now an amphibious vehicle that can also fly. That's really my reason for it. I'm like, you know what? I, I can go underwater. I can go in the air. Taking all you sons of bitches out. <laughs> Alright, Eric. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to go with the troop choice. And that is the G.I. Joe green shirts. Okay. Just because, I don't know, I find them amusing. Right. <laughs> and there's a billion of them. There is. There is There's a lot of them. So. All right, Rock. Uh, my next choice is going to be, uh, does he fill a character role, if I, a leader role, if I pick Beachhead? Uh, he fills a character role. doesn't fill, like, anything as far as, like, a leader or anything like that. But All right, well... Yeah, but he's I'm a good take, character. Uh, I really might argue. I, I might argue, argue because on of the that movie. one. Okay. Well, yeah, the movie. Even that, the second season, when uh, what is it, Flint and Duke and General Hawk are kind of having the who's in charge, and they kind of let Beachhead kind of know where his place is in All the right. depth chart. I always kind of put him up there as okay. uh, someone that. I can bark out orders, and hey, Beachhead it, was definitely a dark horse choice of mine too. Hey, it sounds. I mean, he's he was on my list. Not as a leader, but if you guys are in consensus of it being a leader, I'm all for that. That's yeah, we're good with that. So, Rock, if you want that to fulfill your leadership role, yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, because the way, like I said, the yeah. way I was picturing this was if I was playing with my toys sure. and I was making a team. Yeah, who would I want to lead my guys? And it wouldn't be Cobra Commander, and it wouldn't be Destro. Right. I figure Beachhead's a guy. He's got some combat experience. Uh, he's got plenty of ammo on him. Uh, that was my choice. And what would be a better vehicle with the with my next draft pick is to have my team come down on the Tomahawk helicopter. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. That was on my list as a possibility. Because the, my reasoning is when I used to play, that was by far my favorite vehicle. And well, it could fit how many figures. You could fit a small vehicle in it if it was uh, you know small enough, like one of the little uh, motorcycles or whatnot so yeah. the tomahawk will be my next choice nice and it comes with lift ticket too right it does come with a ticket yeah absolutely 
Yeah, if somebody had taken the whale before I got to it, Tomahawk was what I was going for after that. Oh, yeah, it was, it, it was <laughs> on a, my list. Oh, it's a kick-ass vehicle. It is. I, I have the, what is it, the Eagle Hawk, they call it now? Uh, yes. Yeah, I got that because I did have the Tomahawk as a kid and loved it, and I did get the Eagle Hawk, and I, uh, I'll i call it the Tomahawk all day long. But, yeah, I, it's an amazing piece. Just It's an amazing toy. It's an amazing vehicle. Yeah, it's a good pick. So, uh, All right, Eric. For my fourth pick, I have to go with my boy Dusty since he's still there. Right. <laughs> and he's, he's, he's my favorite character of all time. Yeah. Therefore, that's why I'm taking him. I get it. Oh, he was he was on my list, but I put him really low on my list. Only, only because I knew he wasn't going to last long. <laughs> I, knew, I knew that you were going to pick him at some point. I'm like, uh, why even bother putting him high on my list? Eric's going to pick him. <laughs> so... No, that's a good, that's a good one. Um, all I right. If you really fits the theme, I want to go for. Yeah. So uh, let's see. I am going to. Ooh, where do I want to go next? I am. Let me look at my list here. I gotta pick low light. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> He was my next pick under Firefly. Yeah, I mean, I I, I forgot about him. He's a sniper. <laughs> he was one of my favorite characters uh, and figures growing up. Uh, he's a sniper. I'm gonna take out my enemy from a distance. They're not gonna know what happened. Happened. I always think back to the. I don't know if you remember the Navy SEALs movie, where they their sniper was called God. God. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. Your so, God cannot help you now. Yeah. Love that. So that is low light for me. So uh, that is my pick there. Well, I'm glad when you referenced Navy SEALs, you didn't say, remember in Clerks, when every time <laughs> someone went to RST videos, it's like, do you have Navy SEALs? <laughs> nice. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, uh, Anthony. So I have two this round, right? Yeah. Well, yep. it's, it's yeah, the, yeah. It's the next back. Show. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Since I have a little freedom here, I think I might have a little fun. Then I think I'm going to go for my Cobra Trooper. Okay. I'm going to do the eels. Okay. Because who doesn't like an army of scuba diving I didn't bad guys? I I that was one of my favorite toys growing up was the Cobra eel. So. Uh, and since we're on the Navy Seal kick and we got scuba diver bad guys. Who better than to have wetsuit to go after him? There you go. Another favorite of mine. That's yeah. It, it's it's rock and roll. It's wetsuit. It's beachhead for me as my top three. Gotcha. Yeah. Very very nice pick. Solid picks. I, I like the idea of wetsuit leading a team of eels into battle. That's that's a fun one. All right. Uh, coming back to me, I am going to uh, do my trooper. And I'm going to go with the Cobra Vipers. Uh, always love them. Love the chrome uh, helmet. Uh, love the, I mean, they were, to me, they were like, you had your Cobra Infantry, and they were like that step above. It was, again, kind of referencing Navy SEALs. Like, they were the, to me, they were always like the Navy SEALs of of the Cobra units. So, like, it was tough to become a Viper. Uh, but once you were, like, you were that elite trooper so it um, might be sacrilege ryan but i agree with you i think the vipers are better than the infantry and the and the 
regular black mask over troopers. Yeah, yeah. All right, Eric. Um, I think I am going to take Snake Eyes since I'm surprised you're still here. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, man, I could have Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. <laughs> I really don't care about Snake Eyes. I mean, I would rather have Commando Snake, but I'm in this case going to take it as my martial artist. Sure. Um, uh, yeah, uh, the only reason I'm taking him is because he's there. Right. <laughs> I get it. And oh. it's Snake Eyes, and everybody loves him except for me, apparently. <laughs> I get it. All right, Rock. Hey, hey, Ron, I just want to make sure you didn't miss a turn. You have only four selections so far? No, I have five. You have, fl- five. You have Flint, five, Storm, right? Shadow, Shark, Vipers. Who else do you have? Uh, low Light. Light and Cobra Viper. Oh, Low Light. That's what I went down. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, you were pissed about it. <laughs> uh, well, well, since now there's a run on snipers, I'm going to take a female character oh, and a bitch. sniper. Oh, I'm, I'm taking Dana from the October Guard as my sniper and my female character. Okay. So she was my second choice if someone was going to grab Jinx before me. Nah, well, yeah, you grabbed my Jinx. So the next pick for me. <laughs> that was a nice. Wait, that's a nice was pick. It? Yeah, it was. But that's fine. <laughs> that, that's funny. I thought she was going to be such like a I, out of left wild card. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, man, I would go deep on that one. But, man, three out of four of us, right? Yeah. You're, well, to be realistic, there are only like seven or eight women in G.I. Joe between G.I. Joe Cobra. Oh, no, there are not. No, there's not. There's way more nowadays. There's, yeah, now there are. Yeah. Well, I'm saying that this was all the way through A Real American Hero up to now, so... Well, I, I'm not counting anything beyond the original Marvel run. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's, yeah, that's how I based all my stuff off as well. That's your choice. <laughs> uh, you took away Street Fighter from me. I know, I, mean, I know, I, I know. But uh, but no, it's a it's a good uh, Dana's an excellent pick, and uh, yeah, nice little dark horse pick that evidently wasn't a dark horse as much as we thought it was. So yeah, well, like I said, like I was figuring when I was playing with my figures, I'd have. You'd have, have one guy with a rocket launcher, one guy with a heavy machine yeah. gun, a couple of guys with regular, just regular machine guns, a sniper. You need a little balance of everything. Yeah. So that's where uh, that's where she came in. Sure. And now with my next pick as my ninja character, I'm going to take Billy. Okay. Nice pick. Yeah, a little outside the box. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm so tired of the roadblock Duke, you know, the <laughs> I'm, core characters. Yeah. I'm so tired of them. I think I you're. Be a, I think you're in good company with that because I, I know Eric's like that too. <laughs> He's like, let's stop doing these same characters. We always. God, get. please. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've ranted about it enough times. Yeah, but it's a valid rant. It is a very valid rant. So yeah, Billy's a great choice. So. Right, Especially like the uh, the Marvel look on him. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. The, uh, the Storm Shadow Gi, the eye patch. Yep. So. Yeah. All right, Eric. All right. My sixth pick. I'm going to go with a little heavy weapons guy. That isn't Sap or Bazooka, and I too am going with the October Guard for horror show. Okay. Oh, you bastard! (laughs) I love horror show, and the problem is, like, I've always kind of dug the October Guard. Yeah. But John has really turned me on to to really, really liking them. Yeah. So, yeah, I I had to go with horror show just for. Just for for shits and giggles. Yeah. Because somebody needs a rocket launcher. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He doesn't like a big fat Russian guy with an RPG. I mean, come on. <laughs> don't forget the big What's not to love? The mustache, man. 
Alright, I am, uh, let's see. Oh, wow. A couple, I've got some ones I think will still be around later, so, but other ones I'm not so sure about. So I'm gonna go with one that I think will not be around later, uh, and I, everyone needs a good, you know, tracker type character, one that's in tune with nature and everything else, so I'm gonna go with Spirit. All right, Anthony. Man, we should have made one choice of person with an animal handler. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That would have been good. Yeah, that was that that would have been good. So, uh, maybe maybe for round ten. Right. <laughs> um, well, technically, right, so I've, I've also picked one too with Dusty because he has sandstorm. He did too. Yeah, he did. Uh, so I am gonna go with my. Next choice of character. If I got wetsuit, I gotta have the yin to his yang. I've gotta have leather neck. Okay. That's a good one. He was on my list. Uh, I think, I think that'll work well. And then for my small vehicle choice, I'm gonna go with the Skyhawk. Okay. Yeah, I think that's where I'm leaning. Okay. Yeah, that's, those are my next two. Alright. Very nice pick. All right, I'm going to be looking at my list here, and I got to take care of my female character. I think she'll still she'd still be around later, but I'm still going to fulfill this. And I'm going to go with Helix. Uh, I I know there's some Joe fans that didn't really care for her. I think she's an awesome character. I have original art pages with her. Um, I love the character. The figure was awesome. Uh, I know the figure came later, but she isn't a real American hero. She's been introduced into a real American hero. I love the fact that she can read body language, and uh, that's how she's able to overcome her enemies. Uh, so yeah, I think she'll work well with my uh, with Storm Shadow and everything. So I'm gonna go with Helix. She was a she was a Devil's Due creation, right? Uh, she was uh, no, she was a she was an she was a video game creation actually originally. And then they brought her from the video game into IDW, but they did it in the IDW run, not in the, in that continuity. And only recently did they bring her into a real American hero. Yeah, because I kept thinking of Kamakura as well, but I think he's only been in non-Marvel. Uh, yes that and no. Stuff, right? <laughs> yes and no, because Kamakura uh, in the Marvel era is uh, essentially throwdown. <laughs> Which is okay, well, which is the current day Snake Eyes? That's 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 not Kamakura in my opinion. I know, no, I agree with you, but I'm just saying it's the same the the civilian name or, or you know everyday name is is the, I think is almost is the same. So oh, okay, yeah. All right, I guess for my next pick, yes, I need to go with uh, the Weasel Spirit Man in Quinn. Okay, nice pick. That's a good one. That's a good one. Did not even think of that one. That's a great one. Oh no, he he was high on my list, and I'm yeah. like, "Come on, everybody, forget about him. Come on, everybody, forget about him." <laughs> he had a great send off. Yeah, he did. He did. Mm-hmm. All right, Rock. Well, my next pick, I'm going to take as my small vehicle, the armadillo. Nice pick. Yeah, this way I have my ground forces covered. You got the mini tank. I I believe it might even fit inside the tomahawk. Oh, it's, it's a possibility. Com- it's a possibility. It at least can be carried by the tomahawk. So yeah, I mean, if you pull the uh, you pull some of the seats out like I used to do, yeah, just make it like 
that Vietnam helicopter. Yeah. So I'm definitely going to take the armadillo. Plus, he can carry up to three guys. It's a one-seater, but oh, yeah. it'll hold a few guys hanging on. Yeah, and that's valid. So that's totally good. So got the armadillo. And I think as another steady soldier on my team, I'm going to take Stalker. Nice. That's a good one. Nice pick. I did have him on my list, too. So. You know he'll get the mission done. Pretty reliable. He's got Vietnam combat experience, so big rounds up the team between him and Beachhead. Yeah, you don't want to, I don't want to make it too heavy, Cobra or Joe, so I figure try to balance it out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. All right, Eric. Well, I guess I'll knock my leader out of the way, um, <laughs> and I will take General Hawk. Okay. Um, I didn't know what to expect out of leaders with people. Yeah. Um, I will take it. Yeah, no, that's a good one. Definitely a solid leader there. Oh, man. So I don't want to pick my last character just yet, even though it's going to be coming really quick. I'm going to go with one of my dark horse picks that I don't know if anyone's going to know it. Maybe, Anthony, you might know it. But when I saw this vehicle, I was like, holy shit, this has everything in it. Um, Pogo? No. Are you going to go with a thunderclap? Nope. This is the Desert Fox. Nice. Oh, That's a good call. Comes oh, with six wheel drive. Yeah, it comes with skid mark, which is hilarious. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say, isn't that skid mark? That yeah, <laughs> yes. But it has anti aircraft missiles. It has anti tank gun. It has like it has all this weaponry. Plus, it has like um, uh, radar, short range radar. So I can tell when all you bastards are coming. So, <laughs> so I was like, I can take care of stuff out of the sky, stuff that's tanks. Uh, it, I came across this vehicle and I was like, holy shit, this is an amazing vehicle from one and of the it, later it, waves. It's colored well too. It's yeah. not over the top late era, you know, neon crap. It was like a, it's like a brown, yep. like a beige and an orange, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's actually a really sweet vehicle. I was like, damn, I wish this was in one of the earlier lines or that I was still collecting when this one came out. So. Yeah, the the character you get with its skid mark, which is hilarious, but the vehicle is pretty badass. So, are are all of the vehicles picked now at this point? All the vehicles are picked now. I'm surprised no one picked the hammer later on the the Humvee. I didn't know. That that's that's a fun one too. That pre like I remember like the early 2000s version of that. Yeah, but. That ve- that's a vehicle that predates me getting out of it. So yeah. like basically anything beyond the movie, I don't pay any attention to. Yeah, I, I, I had stuff like the Snowcat and the uh, Hydrofoil on my list because uh, weaponry on them were, were just sweet. But, yeah. See, I had the Rattler on my list because I figured he could provide oh, yeah. ground support, air combat, and it's got the vertical takeoff, takeoff capability. Yeah. Yeah. Does it need a runway? So what would that, this, was, that was a tough decision. The Havoc, was, the Havoc was that for me. Yeah. Cover your ground, cover your, you know, bring your troops in. You've got the small aircraft for scouting ahead. Yeah. The, yeah, which, but you, you realize you can't pick the Havoc. They canceled cross-country. <laughs> <laughs> He's been canceled, so you can't use that vehicle. I, did, I just swapped out his waste. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I did think of the Havoc, but my biggest issue with the Havoc is in, in real-life practical terms, that vehicle would be so useless. <laughs> the big oh, there's a bunch yeah, like that. Yeah, there's a bunch like that, yeah. I tried to think of stuff I was actually taking. 
Yeah, there's LCV, another motorcycle. LCV bike or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I almost, I also had on my list as far as like small, uh, small vehicles, I had uh, Swamp Fire because I thought that was a cool ass vehicle. So for, um, like kind of what you were talking about, Rock, where it's kind of like it, it can take off vertically, but it's got like some nice armaments on it and it can also be, uh, be in the water and everything like that. So. If I didn't already have an air vehicle, I was going to go with Destro's Despoiler. Oh, okay. that was a thought of mine as well. Yeah. You covered Leader, you covered Cobra, and you cover a small vehicle. Yeah, and he's got good armament on that thing too. Yeah. My my other big vehicle choice that might have gotten thrown out would have been the Thunderclap. It's like three vehicles and the gigantic uh, howitzer in the middle of it, and came with a guy. I don't know if that would have. Falling under the uh, flag rule or not? Yeah. Well, yeah, just, that's what I was thinking yeah. about Rolling Thunder. That was another huge. Yeah, yeah I thought of that too, and I kind of, I kind of ruled that out too, just for the same thing, like you were saying, Anthony, where I was just like, oh, I could do that, but that's kind of like a base, and that's kind of a. So, um, so uh, Anthony, you got your last two picks. Oh boy, last two picks. What do I have here? All right, so I've got. I got some Marines, I got some Army guys, I got some female ninjas, I got some Navy SEALs. Let's, uh, so I got my Skyhawks, so I should probably have a guy that could probably work from that. So I'm going to go with Airborne, the first version, not the Sky Patrol one. Okay. Uh, I figure he'd be, I know he's a helicopter guy, but, you know, still, yeah. I figure it might work the same coming off the Skyhawk. Yeah. And uh, I need a communications guy, so I went with Dial Tone. Okay. Nice pick. Oh shit! I have so many awesome characters I could still pick from. Like I have a, a, a dark horse one that I, I'm tempted to take, but or do I go with fan favorite characters? I haven't. I'm staying away from a lot of them. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with my dark horse one, and uh, just for the fun of it. And this is also the last G.I. Joe figure I ever owned as a kid, uh, which is Fast Draw. I um, don't even know who that is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's got, he's got two rockets. Basically, he, he can take out some shit. <laughs> he's got, he's got some heavy duty rockets on his backpack there. And um, he's just not going to last long in combat because when he shoots his load with the two rockets, he's done. Sorry, right, he's, he's, he's taking out some metalhead, the Cobra yeah. Trooper, right? Uh, with the yes. yeah, yeah. yeah I am familiar he's like with the show equivalent of that. Yeah, exactly. I think I, I think I may have an idea in my head as to what the character looks like, but just if you told me that, I'd be like, uh, okay, yeah. <laughs> what would a good description of him be like if an EOD guy had the ability to shoot what rockets year was off of his? 87 or 88? I want to say 87. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but uh, I can look it up real quick. But yeah, he um, he was my last Joe figure I got as, as a kid, and I loved him because he could fire those rockets. And yeah, he he might not last very long after that, but he's going to take out a couple vehicles before he's gone. So um, yeah, he was 87. So. Same same year as uh, Chuckles and Falcon and stuff like that. So, oh, it's that guy. Okay, <laughs> I recognize the figure. Yeah, that guy. That guy. Love the yeah. No, I recognize the color scheme. Yeah, love the visor on him and everything else too. So, so yeah. 
All right. Uh, Eric, you have to go, and I believe, and maybe you already know a, this. I need a Cobra. You need a Cobra, yeah. That's okay, because you know what? I need a communications group, so I'm going to go with the Televipers. Oh, there you go. Okay. So there we go, because danger, alert. <laughs> That's why. Very nice. All right, Rock, you are going to end the draft for us. See, this is the real conundrum right now. Do you go with a medic? Do I go with a heavy machine gunner or another solid soldier? And I think I'm going to actually uh, try to round out my team with just another solid soldier and take Tunnel Rat. Okay. He was on my list. When I was picking my last one, I was, he was, he was considered. It was either him or Lifeline, but I'm thinking like Lifeline doesn't really, you know, not supposed to carry weapons, even though the right. figure's got him holding a pistol in his hand. Um, <laughs> Lifeline was on my list too. Yeah, Lifeline was on my list. Doc was on my list. What's really amazing don't... is the, the people that didn't get drafted, like Zartan, Destro, Duke. So Cobra Commander, Mentor. Yeah. So I will tell you, Zartan was when I was saying like, do I go with a popular character or do I go with my dark horse? Zartan was the popular character I was trying to decide. So it was either Zartan or Fast Draw, and I was like, oh, I'll go with Fast Draw. So yeah, Zartan's my favorite, but I didn't pick him. Yeah, that was not for a com- not for a combat mission. Yeah, but, you know. Well, and I didn't pick. I, I know people would have assumed I would, but I did not pick Lady J as my female character because as much as I love her and I think she's an awesome character and an awesome fighter and everything else, I was just like, I just have ideas in my mind of to that fits into what I said. Like when it comes to fantasy football, like I don't pick just Cleveland Browns players because that's my favorite team. I pick players that I think are going to be really good and help my fantasy team. I didn't think Lady J would he help pulls my fast draw. Right, I pull fast draw. He's got rockets. <laughs> He's got rockets, man. But take... nobody knows who he is. It's gonna... It doesn't matter. I can tell you right now there's going to be some people that don't know who Horror Show is. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, so I mean... But... Um, I think we all have characters like that. Like, they're, like for Rock, I think There'll be people just like just like for Grub. There's gonna be some people that don't know who Dana is, or maybe don't even know who Billy is, which is a shame. Um, and Anthony, probably more so, maybe your vehicle of the Warthog. Like yeah. I know it, but it's the vehicle. It's the it's the, it's the offshoot one there. Yeah. You know, I can tell right away by a lot of your guys' picks that I'm definitely the baby of the group. <laughs> you have some solid picks, dude. So. My, you, you, you mentioned your last figure that you got. My last figure was the uh, Desert Paratrooper version of Flint. Oh, so wow. So I went oh, wow. to the end of the line. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I had Mega Marines with the Play-Doh armor and everything as a kid. Yeah. Hey, Anthony, is that the Duke figure where he's, like, riding the rocket launcher? That, oh, that's, like, 92 or 93. Yeah, yeah, that was... Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so looking at your looking at your can. picks, your earliest figures from '85. So how old are you? Because I'm, me and Ryan, I think are both we're like up birthdays within like a week or two of each other. Oh, yeah. Like I'm 45. I'll 40. I'll be 40 this year. Okay, oh, okay that okay. makes sense. My uh, first uh, figures were the Crimson Twins. Okay. 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 Yeah, yeah Rock. My I, first yeah, I think we are like we're on. very close to each other in age, Rock. I, yeah, because I'm turn, yeah. I'm turning 46 at the beginning of October, so. Yeah, I turned 46 in a couple of weeks. Like, I literally yeah. could still remember going to the Toys R Us in Valley Stream 
and seeing the whole gigantic end cap of the figures on the peg. Oh, yeah. And me and my brother could both get one each. Yeah. And if they were $2.69. I got Flash. He got Rock and Roll. And I remember just being like, we were in the back of this big, long, brown uh, station wagon that had uh, the wood paneling on the side. Yeah. And in the back, like where you could sit like facing the wrong way. There was like a little thing where you could have like a little storage area. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, my God, he's got a helmet, a visor, a backpack and the weapon where like Star Wars guys, you were lucky they just came with one thing. Yeah. Well, so. and and talking about back in those days, um, to give a plug for our buddy Travis, uh, I was listening to his uh, TV toy cast today with where he covers Star Wars. And um, he was talking about and just to show like the age difference where, you know, some people have experienced it and some people didn't because they weren't, you know, they they weren't around when this happened. But like he's talking about Star Wars and he's like, he's like, yeah, I think the Star Wars figures were like three to five dollars. And I was like, oh, no, those were two to three dollars. Star Wars figures, yeah, they were, yeah. crazy cheap. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan, me and you were that age. Do you remember when they were two for a dollar at oh, KB? Yeah. Oh, yeah. At the end? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I remember we went to Florida. I was like, it was 1985. I was 10 years old. Yeah. And I got Han and Carbonite, the Imperial Dignitary, uh, the, what's the, uh, the Death Star, uh, not the, is it the Imperial Gunner? The Death Star uh, Gunner, yeah. Death yeah. Star Gunner. And a mana man. Oh, and nice. two of the figures were taped to the uh, C3PO. It was a freebie. Like if you bought the carrying case, they gave you two figures. They just taped that's, it on there. That's awesome. And those now are like the mo- some of the most expensive figures oh, online. Oh, yeah, for sure. So going back to the list, like there's definitely some characters and, and such that I'm surprised nobody picked. Um, like Baroness was never picked. Destro was never picked. Um Destro, no surprise. Destro, Destro was my number two if Flint was taken by somebody. So. <laughs> Ryan, I, I think, too, there was only four of us. I oh, mean, yeah. even if you added Robert's picks into it, oh, yeah. there still would be a lot of, like, unless we went, like, ten more rounds or we had right. six more guys, I think there was going to be a lot of characters well, and left I th- off the grid. I totally agree, but I think also a little bit that played into that is that we did pick some characters that we liked and thought would be useful for our team that weren't necessarily the popular characters. Like we all yeah. have those characters. So, um, which I like, I like, I love the fact that we did that. So, um, but like, I just give you an idea, like some of the stuff I had, and you guys can certainly share what you had as far as some ideas with some characters. Like I was surprised to see Crimson Guard were still out there. Um, that was on my pick of troopers. Yeah. That was going to be my trooper after the eels. Yeah. And then uh, the another one that I had on my list is just because of how deadly they were in the in the comics was the Saw Vipers. Um, yeah. You know they they were respons- the Saw Vipers were responsible for a lot of death in the Joe comics. So I had Alley Vipers as well. Yep, I had Alley Vipers on my list. Yep. What about the bats? That was like my favorite one of my favorite figures growing up. I absolutely love the bats, but when I was thinking about would I want them on my team? No. <laughs> I well, mean, in the comic book, they got they take a big beating. They I mean, do they can get hit quite a few times. They do. So it's kind of a good uh, ca- cannon fodder in a way. Sure, like, absolutely. Instead of losing an actual human, yeah. send them out first. No, if you, if I had to pick like my favorite trooper, it's a bat for sure. I just didn't necessarily go with my favorites with stuff. So, but I I definitely love the bat. Uh, 
for sure. And actually, Grub kind of threw me for a loop too when he said the green shirts. I was just going to anticipate the Steel Brigade. Yeah, right. I had I had green shirts and the Steel Brigade were my two my top two choices with that. Right. But yeah, like you said, Grub, I'm surprised Scarlet was still uh, yeah, out Scarlet, there. Zorana. Yeah. Uh, I had Doctor Doctor Bigglesworth as the choice too. She oh, was wow. comic centric, but oh, I thought that had been way off. You know, uh, well, here was one of my way off the grids. I had Nemesis Enforcer on my list. Uh, no, no, I had Golobulus on there as a backup leader. <laughs> nice. That's okay. I had a uh, in Special Missions 13. There's a Joe that gets killed by the name of Mangler. Um, oh, nice. That was he's just a dude in some green camo blonde guy in green camouflage sacrifices himself to save Lightfoot, Dusty, and Outback. Uh, okay, uh, but. Never made a toil, and that's the only time he ever showed up was in that one issue. Yeah. But that issue is like the seminal issue for G.I. Joe for me growing up. Gotcha. So to me, it was a big deal. Yeah. But who the hell's going to Mangler? You know, this one-off character. Right. And- right. Well, I almost I, – I was going to put um, as a female potential character on my list was Pythona, but – she never, she never had a figure made. She was never in the comic. And since I was sticking with the, since we were sticking with the Hamaverse, I didn't count in my mind. I didn't count the cartoon. So again, that was my own thinking. Um, so I was like, well, can't really choose her, but she was like probably the most effective out of all of Cobra Law. So, um, I just, I expected more of a run on leaders for some reason. Yeah. yeah. So, did so I. the only yeah. leader I had written down, Colonel Breckoff. Ah. He was on because, my list. <laughs> yeah, he he was the leader I was going to take. Like at one point, seriously, like my list was going to be it was going to be horror show Dana and Colonel Breckoff. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh, like because I mean, you know, you went with Flint, which I figured. Sure. And then uh, I didn't think about Beachhead as a leader. And uh, and Sergeant Slaughter, I didn't think about coming with a vehicle for whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> So, and it, 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 in either version, you would get the vehicle. Triple T and the Warthog. Right. Triple T. Right. Yeah. Like, I figured that, like, you know, Duke, Cobra Commander, Destro, Baroness, Major Blood. Um, yeah, but, like, to, to what Rock was mentioning, too, there's no way in hell I was picking Cobra Commander because, in my eyes, he was always not effective as a leader. <laughs> yeah. I, I just, for some reason, I kept thinking it was going to be, a, this was going to be harder picking. Yeah. It turned out. Yeah. yeah. I will Here say. Is for me. I think Anthony makes a great point. If we had 10 guys, sure. these picks would have been a lot more painstaking. Oh, yeah, for sure. It would have been really – like you'd be waiting a long time like when you got that double pick yeah. and it comes back around to you again. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine if 19 selections got made in between your last pick? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, there could have been a lot of uh, – Yeah, there, the there's clock. something to be said about Only- in that case. If you've got 10 guys going, either you're number one, you're number two – or you're number ten and number nine. Yeah, yeah. Because if you're somewhere in the middle, you're kind of right. <laughs> you're kind of hosed. Right. We did this in an hour. Yeah. I, I'm actually surprised. Like I, in my head, I was like, all right, well, we're gonna be here till midnight doing. <laughs> going through this stuff. And I was that's, well, and the choice is going. Wow, we're really moving through this. Well, and I think a lot of that is because we did do a lot of work before the episode. Like all, of, I know all of you guys, and I know I did. Like. I put a lot of time and effort into deciding like what characters I wanted and what order I might pick them in. And to be perfectly honest, I know you guys all assumed I was going to pick Flint first and I did pick him first, but I was seriously debating on Flint or Firefly because I was like, shit, somebody's going to pick Firefly because he always gets the job done. 
And he was honestly on my list as my number one. I was like, nah, I'll just go ahead and pick Flint. Maybe he'll still make it back to me because there isn't a lot of guys. And then when Rock picked him, I was like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) There's also a little bit of, uh, like, you know, at least speaking, like, from my point of view here, there were certain characters that I wasn't going to take just because I knew what those characters meant to other people. Sure. I like get that. Flint. I wasn't going to take Flint and I wasn't going to take Lady J because I know what those characters mean to you, Ryan. Sure. You know, if Robert had been on, I mean, the joke is Torpedo and, and the bridge layer. Right. Um, like, same thing as Torpedo. If we had another pick, Torpedo would have been the, the next pick, you know, or if I already had some other – Torpedo was basically within the next pick or two for me. Yeah. If he's still on the board, but – yeah. You know, and the same awesome. and same thing for me. Like I, I know, I know for Anthony. Yeah, I knew Anthony. You know, he had a deep love for rock and roll. I didn't know about the other characters, but I'm I know now. Um, and then for you, like you said, Dusty and Cover Girl. Like I had them on my list, but it, they were lower on my list because I was like, well, if they're still there, that means that Eric doesn't want them. <laughs> so, or I had other things in mind. Right. Exactly. So, um, and Rock, I don't. I don't think I know what who your favorite characters are in general. Like, do you have like some top like top three characters or anything like that? Oh well, it's definitely Zartan is by far number one. Okay, because um, you know my favorite issues um, in GI Joe's like that issue like forty four, forty five. I mean, forty five is my favorite issue of all time. Gotcha. But that issue from like forty four through fifty something, yeah, like that's my favorite part of uh, the Marvel run. Nice. So by far, like those kind of characters, all the ones I like, like Ripcord. Um, obviously Zartan, that whole battle of Cobra Island. Yeah. So that has like a, a fond, uh, place in my heart. So uh, my thing is I always like the bad guys, yeah. but I didn't want to take people like to me. I was trying to also look at like the figures and the weapons. Sure. Like what I don't understand is Destro it makes Mars industry. And if you look at the figures, the Iron Grenadiers come with an Uzi. That's like one of the worst weapons you could possibly have in combat. Yeah. And you know, you look at the weapons that Destro came with. And it didn't make sense to me. So I was trying to pick, uh, you know, kind of in between things, like figures I would like to play with, guys that came with good weapons. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I pretty much picked my, my team. Yeah. I had Destro as my number two leader, um, because I, I was thinking more strategist. Like I feel like he's a good strategist and he was way more effective than Cobra Commander. And I love the, the rockets on his wrists. So I was like, okay, that'd be kind of a cool, uh, thing. So. Um, but yeah, no, that, that's cool. Like I said, I, I like, I, I should have remembered because I actually, I think you have mentioned it many times before about Zartan and everything else. So that's. Oh yeah. I got a page from Brian Shearer. Yeah. From, that yeah. was Zartan. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I was, so I, I'm kind of curious, like I want to hear from each of you just, you know, to kind of talk a little bit more about this. So, um, was there a, one or two picks that you were just kind of giddy that you were able to get, uh, that you thought you wouldn't be able to get, but you were like super excited that they were either still there or because of where you fell into the picking that, yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled that I was able to get this character. Cause I don't think he would have been there later or she would have been there later. Uh, Anthony, how about for you? Was there like one or two where you were just like, Oh my God, this is awesome. So I lucked out having the first pick. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, I think that really helped me out. Plus, not having slaughter with the warthog would have thrown off two options, a leader and the medium, the large vehicle. Okay. So I would have then had to have changed two picks. And knowing I had that, obviously my first pick would have been, you know, rock and roll, but 
since I had the playing field and I know that he had either him or Jinx would have been the two because I know they fitted they fit multiple you know facets there multiple sure. positions so I wanted to make sure I'd gotten them but no really I mean uh, I think you know I like my selection my air my choice for Airborne I, there was a part of me that was thinking of going with Ripcord okay. but I thought Airborne just kind of you know fit you know filled a different void um i mean airborne the original airborne was native american i believe as well yeah. so like you know him and spirit you know had their moments in the comics so i guess really i guess airborne kind of filled that tracker void too if i really wanted to expand on that but my it was sergeant slaughter it was the warthog i remember having that as a kid i remember coming across that at a at like a toy show and rebuilding the full set yeah. all the way through again and just remembering how great it was, how many figures you could throw in it. And it was, you know, uh, it could be set up as the portable fortification as a small outpost. You know, it's land-based, you know, throw it in some swampy stuff. You can cover some water with it. It's had gigantic missiles on it. Yeah, that was, that had to be my, that had to be my, yeah, I needed that. Gotcha. How about for you, Eric? Anything that you were like, super happy was still around that you were able to get any gets that you were like just kind of giddy that you were able to snag them i mean it like i got like the two vehicles that i picked with the wolverine and the whale um those were really the two things that like i based everything else around gotcha and i don't i don't know how to really explain it just those were the things i wanted and when i nailed them right off the top i'm like okay uh, and then it just kind of became like the fact that Horror Show and Quinn were both kind of sitting there because I was like, I don't know. They just kind of made me like, you know, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I'm good. I'm good with these as picks. But for the most part, it was just like, you know, I, it wasn't really, you know, there's no money or, oh, no, yeah, <laughs> or yeah, anything yeah. sitting on this. So it was just right. kind of like, okay, I have an idea, like I had an idea of what I wanted to try to do and try and stick with kind of a theme. Yeah. Uh, but like when Snake Eyes is still there in round one, two, three, round five, I'm like, well, okay, I, I guess I'll take him because yeah. he's like the most popular character there is. Yeah. Um, Not anymore from what uh, the box office says. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't help but move. I mean, yeah. Let's be realistic. What is 90% of the stuff that gets made? Who's on it? Right. You know, but. You know, I like I wasn't really like when it came to elite, like you know half the things I was just kind of like, eh. I got the guys I'd rather have than not, but right. there's so many characters to pull from from so many different places. Oh sure, yeah. It, I wasn't too really, you know, maybe it'd be a different story if we had more than just the four of us doing this. Yeah. With it getting harder to like, you know, find something that you like. Yeah. Well, and to be honest too, like. Um, and if we do this in the future, because uh, I do, I would like to do this with some other properties and everything else too. Uh, if we do this in the future, maybe it'll be a deeper team, like so that there are more picks. Because I don't know if we'll ever be able to get enough people on an episode to to go that deep, you know? Because trying to arrange, like, look, we 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 were supposed to have five people on tonight, and one person had to, to bail. Can you imagine trying to organize ten people? Uh, <laughs> and how many are going to actually show? Um, plus, it turns into a big mess sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, like, but, I mean, I think 
Transformers, and even though I don't like He-Man, I feel uh, like He-Man would also He-Man would be, and one would be awesome because it's literally a fantasy team, right? Of yeah, fantasy right. characters. Because right. I think they're both deep enough character-wise that you could yeah. do something like this. And obviously, some Star Wars like, we can too. So yeah, yeah, Star Wars, GI Joe, Transformers, He-Man, right? Thundercats, in my opinion, is not deep enough. No, I agree. Thundercats is not Ask deep enough. Is not deep enough. No, nope. Thunderhawk. Well, if you guys do a Motu one, I'm all for it because I don't care what you guys say. My number one pick is Fisto. Okay. So <laughs> I don't care what pick I have. Any guy with a big giant fist that can ram ram it where the sun don't shine is my number one pick. <laughs> I don't care what kind of special abilities they have, what kind of sorcery powers, how big they are, what they have. Nothing beats a big giant fist up your ass. So <laughs> Rock, Fisto. This is the first night we've met, but like you're my new best friend. <laughs> Well, I will. I, Rock, you. Rock. I, I say I'll say this when we do Master of the Universe because I do think that's a good one to do. I will make sure you're on that episode. So. Okay. <laughs> um, but it might. To your point, though, Eric, it might be good too. Like if we do some of the bigger properties, and then if we just do one where, okay, you can pick any character from any property other than the ones we've already done a fantasy draft on. So therefore, you can pick a Thundercats character or a Turtles character or, you know, whatever. I think that something like that could be interesting just from the simple vantage point of um, who's somebody going to pick. Like, it could it could be interesting. Now, obviously, we'd still have to make some rules around it and everything else to, to make it make sense. But, yeah, something like that could be done as well. Maybe like a rank-and-fast uh, fantasy pick, so you cover Thunder, or Thundercats, Silverhawks, and Tiger Sharks. Yeah, something like that. And then you throw Rudolph and... and, and <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you're going to go with Rankin-Bass, come on. Yeah. The well, that, get yeah. some of the Lord of the Rankings. Uh, yeah, there you go. The yeah. Then, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. So... That would be awesome. Uh, Rock, how about for you? Was there anybody that you were just super excited that you were able to get that maybe you even thought they weren't still going to be around, but then you're like, crap, they're still here, or just somebody that you were super excited about having on your team? Well, mine was the Tom Hawk, and the only reason being is I didn't know how the draft was going to start off. So obviously with Anthony picking vehicle first, then Grub picking vehicle, vehicle, yeah, it kind of set me up that – I knew my vehicle was going to be around for a while. Sure. Um, so that, but my, that was what I really based a lot of my, my team on was, like I said, I, I pictured on, on how I would play and I'd load up the helicopter, bullet, a bunch of guys, drop them off. Yeah. So that's the way I was envisioning it. So very happy to the Tomahawk. The only thing I was kind of thinking about is, man, do I regret maybe picking Snow Serpent with my second pick? Okay. I'm thinking I probably should have waited on that one. Yeah, maybe as a second pick, but I still think it's a solid pick. Like, I still think it's a, a hell of a trooper. So, um, it was definitely on my list. So, um, yeah, that was my pick. Tomahawk, yeah. happy nice. to get. For me, um, I was surprised by the time it came back to me that Storm Shadow was still available because I thought for sure, especially with, like, you were talking about rock people, you know, liking the villains and, you know, the, the bad guys and stuff like that. I thought somebody's going to want, uh, Storm Shadow. Um, and, I was also, I was very excited, even though I wasn't too surprised to still have him available. Um, but I was super excited to get low light because I wanted a sniper. And to me, he's the best sniper out there. Um, I was not worried at all about my large vehicle because I did have the whale as my number one, but I had a feeling that wasn't going to last very long. Uh, and since I didn't get it right away, um, I did have the desert fox as my number, 
two spot because of all the amazingness about that vehicle. Um, and, and, skid- and I, and, yeah, and Skidmark, of course. And, uh, <laughs> but I knew that that wasn't going to be on, I didn't think that would be on anyone's radar. So I didn't even worry about that one. Uh, that's why I picked my, ve- my large vehicle so late. But then I also thought about with the vehicles, I'm like, I've got the shark, which can do underwater and it could do in the air. And I got the desert fox on, on land. So I've got all, you know, I got all three areas covered. So, uh, I was very happy about that as well. So, and the other good thing about the shark is, as we've seen on the cartoon, anybody can fly it. Right. Yep. That and the sky strikers, the shark and the sky striker, everybody can fly those. So. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I thought this was a lot of fun. I hope you guys had a good time. Um, and we'll kind of see what the audience uh, has to say as far as who they think ended up with the best team. Uh, I definitely would like to do Star Wars next. I think that could be a lot of fun. Uh, we'll have to pick out some rules when it comes to that. Um, obviously, I think there will be a requirement for a Jedi to be on your team. <laughs> Not only, like... Oh my God! Just the are you going to go with expanding universe? You're not going to go with expanding universe, right? Because there are literally thousands of characters. Right. I and I think for Star Wars, I I'm fine with just opening it up. Like, go with whoever the hell you want. <laughs> I don't know. Like, or do you stick with the movies? I don't. I don't know. Uh, I feel I mean, like don't you kind of have to divide it up with the like uh, original trilogy prequels and then maybe expanded universe and new movies or it might make it too it might make it too hard if you just stick with just original trilogies for one draft because yes there's a lot of characters but you you start running out of characters gotcha especially not exactly a whole lot of jedi in the original trilogy right and especially if you're going to be start to make rules like i said if you're going to have a jedi or you're going to have a bounty hunter requirement or something like that because i do like having the requirements in there um because I think it, it adds a little bit of a challenge for, like, who do you pick and everything. Um, so we'll see. It, like, again, just like this, you know, I'll, I'll think about it. I, I know I talked with Eric about this one for a while. I'll talk with you guys about when we go to do the Star Wars one. Like, hey, what do you think we should do? How do you think we should limit it? Should we limit it? And then how do we, you know, what are the requirements and stuff like that? So, um, Well, I already know my first pick in Star Wars. What's that? that- Fisto? Uh, Just Fisto? Fisto. No, no. The lady. I'm going to lean and say that was probably my number one choice. <laughs> Kid Fisto. Oh, uh, uh, no, not See, Kid Fisto. It's actually the uh, the fat lady. The fat in, lady uh, in Java's, Java's palace. palace with the, yeah. With the six boobies. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what her accessory would be as a figure, but. Got six boobies. Well, the fun thing with Star Wars too is you could also have as a requirement, uh, like we did with vehicles, you could have a a, a uh, creature, like a Star Wars creature. Ooh, yeah. You can do like I that. would think if you do Star Wars, you divide it between anything live action animated. Okay. Is one yeah. is one section, and then anything books, comics, EU, whatever games, is the other. Yeah. Because there's just. I think you're just so set much. yourself up for just too yeah. much. Like, I'm going to pull out Darth Treya or whatever, right. and you're like, "Who the fuck is that?" Right. You know, <laughs> you're going to end up in a situation where you most people are just flat out not going to know a lot of the characters you probably pull out of. Yeah, I think I think it would be good. I think we, there's plenty to choose from if we went with um, movie, like you said, movies and animated. Like if you stuck with yeah. 
you got all three eras plus you know Rogue One and Solo and right. all the various Clone Wars cartoons. And you can throw the Mandalorian in there too. Um, yeah, you know that that can be added into the so basically anything film or TV like you were saying. So um, if you want to pick one of the characters from the Ewok cartoon, you could do that. So <laughs> <laughs> the Ewok adventure or the uh, battle for Endor. Yeah, you do that, Teak. Or wasn't that the name of the character? <laughs> I, I want Diabetes Man. Go <laughs> <laughs> well, for Brimley. Yes. Um, I will say, so I know we've said this, I, I think a lot of people have said this many times on the show and as well as um, just in general, but like the G.I. Joe movie to me, and I think to a lot of people, the intro to the G.I. Joe animated movie is the best intro to anything animated ever. Best animated sequence in the entire 1980s. Let's get that I delineation. I agree, but I would even go as far mm. as ever. <laughs> For me. Mm. For me. Um, I struggle between that and when they were showing the Macross saga of Robotech. That's a that, good that, yeah. that opening when they're basically top-gunning it yeah. um, is pretty fucking spectacular, too. It is. It is. I st- I still would pick the GI Joe animated movie, but again, yeah, that's my I'd choice. Probably, I I would probably lean more in that direction, so, but but me, it's it'd be a close call. The flip side of that, the intro to the Ewok cartoon, the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's the E E. Oh my God, that song just grates on me. <laughs> And I like the cartoon. I haven't watched it. I have, I have I watched, watched it forever. So. Yeah, I watched it on Disney Plus recently, and I actually like the episodes. The episodes are actually well done, but the that intro song is horrible. <laughs> but, you know, it's funny. I actually kind of like the droids song. I do like I the droids I don't think one. that one's bad at all. No, I don't think so either. I think that's a good one. The cartoon's good, too. I, I enjoy the cartoon. So, But talk about com- uh, cartoon beginnings. Uh, what I find the uh, intro to the Rambo cartoon pretty amazing. Oh, that's to a see good one. an animated John Rambo yeah. tie the boots, put the big knife. It's like, whoa, it's a kid's cartoon. Yeah, who he's got a Bowie knife he gut yeah. people with. He's yep. sticking in his leg. Yeah, well, between the Rambo one and the RoboCop one, like, yeah, those movies were not meant for children, <laughs> right? Man, we sure knew how to market the fuck out of them for kids <laughs> and make them animated and sell the toys. Yep. Yep. I'm surprised we never saw an Aliens cartoon because <laughs> they it, made it the, got canceled. Yeah, they made the toys. So yeah. no, they they made it. They never did released they? it. Really? I didn't know that. Yes, I did oh. not know that. Speaking of which, did anybody else? Speaking of Aliens, did anybody else order that Nerf uh, pulse rifle? I did not. No, looks pretty cool. I did. It looks cool. It only holds ten rounds. It's, it's though, the wrong. So, like, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> it's the wrong color, but. It's, it I looks don't cool. care, man. Yeah, it looks I cool. want that. Yeah, it looks well, really we talked about that I on my podcast. weapons in my uh, G.I. Joe classified figures right now. I don't need to add to my collection of Nerf <laughs> figures, Nerf weapons. But, you know, what we were talking about is like that would be great for customizers because yeah. if you collect prop replicas, uh, you know, a pulse rifle will run you like five or six hundred dollars. Yeah. They, they yeah. make like an airsoft gun that looks pretty good, but. If you want to just customize that and paint it, hey, ninety-five bucks, you can't beat that. Oh no, yeah, for sure. So, all right, we're gonna wrap things up here. Uh, it was, a, a, like I said, thank you, gentlemen. It was a lot of fun. Uh, it was definitely, I had a good time. Uh, 
especially trying to figure out what people were going to pick and stuff like that. And you all surprised me because I had no idea. So, um, but yeah, we're definitely going to do this again with uh, some of the other properties that we cover and everything. So, uh, if you are listening to this episode, uh, go to the Facebook group page and vote on who you thought ended up with the best team. Uh, you heard all of our reasons and whatnot while we were doing the episode. Uh, and you can have your own reasons for why you're thinking that one is a better team over another. Uh, if you are not in the Facebook group, uh, why? <laughs> or if you're just not on Facebook, I understand. But if you're not in the Facebook group and you are on Facebook why <laughs> you should be in the group. Um, but if you want to vote and you're not on Facebook and in the, or in the group, uh, you can email us at starjoespodcast at gmail.com. Again, you have up through September 30th. So on October 1st, it will be too late. Uh, then that is when all of the votes will be tallied and we'll see who the victor is. Um, like, Grub said there's no money on the line or anything like that, just bragging rights. Because we wanted to make this fun. We didn't want this to turn into something nasty. Uh, and money tends to do that. So, um, so uh, Grub, we'll start with you. I know you typically don't have anything, but is there anything you want to plug or sh- give shout-outs to? Uh, not really, other than I think I'm the only one going to Baltimore Comic Con next month. So, well, See? There's something to plug. Yeah. So. I know uh, Sam's going to be there, too. Okay. So. Very nice. Uh, Anthony, what, where can people find you and what, what types of things you have out there for them? So I am Anthony Halseal in the Facebook world. I am uh, the Toy Forge over in the Instagram world. Uh, looking forward to seeing some people hopefully at RetroCon over in Oaks, Pennsylvania in uh, the next is it three weeks from now. Um, what else? Else we got going on for shows. I know uh, Toy Con New Jersey with Legions Con for Mythic Legion fans. That's coming up in November. Next couple uh, areas or next couple shows that I'll be around that. So uh, come look for me. I'm easy to find. Uh, take a look at me at uh, in the Facebook groups and meet up. Talk about to- uh, uh, Star Joe's and who our favorite host is and when we're going to hear Chuck on the show again at some point. Chuck was invited tonight. Chuck did not come. Chuck's always invited. Chuck has been, in, and Rock can attest to that. Rock, do I not always invite Chuck every time we're recording? And Sam and Travis. And you Sam and Travis. Everybody. Every single time I, I invite them, and none of them come. So Sam's got a good excuse. He's It's his wedding anniversary, yes, yes. so I can't, you can't blame him. No, I cannot blame Sam at all, but I can blame Travis and Chuck. and i will continue to do so until they show up for an episode (laughs) because everyone's like i want to hear i want to hear chuck again i'm like yeah me too i I invite him every time (laughs) so and and also rock please back me up on this do i not give enough advance notice you gave about a week i think yeah a week yeah 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 we all know in advance yeah we're ready for it yep so so if you want Chuck on these episodes, then you need to harass Chuck and tell me he needs to get his ass on one of these episodes. <laughs> so, um, Anthony, one thing I want to ask you before we go on to uh, Rock plugging his stuff. Uh, I know you're into the Mythic Legion and everything else. How do you feel about the, the Cosmic Legion ones that they just announced recently? So the pre-order goes live tomorrow night after a YouTube live stream uh, showing 
I know they've been doing teasers of the characters coming yeah. out this past week. Yeah, they're uh, they're going to show them in in uh, in real time or real life, what they all look like. I'm excited. I mean, the the fantasy side of it has been amazing. Yeah. Uh, the as a customizer myself, the interchangeability between the cosmic and legion should be pretty seamless. Yeah. Um, the addition of alien races should be fun. And what I like about it is I kind of have a feeling we're not just going to get, you know, a post-apocalyptic science fiction thing. I think we're going to see high society space. I think you're going to see some retro space suits with the big dome helmets. And you're going to see monsters. And and, and I think the scaling will be nice um, of the different sizes between the dwarfs and the goblins and the 2.0 elves and the 1.0 knights and humans and the... Uh, nine-inch ogres and the 12-inch trolls. I think they're going to keep that stuff all in scale with each other. So one one line will complement the other. Very cool. Yeah, they. Look, I've seen some of the preview images and they look really really cool. So I I was kind of curious, uh, especially from you being a fan. So yeah. Did you see the one today with the big gun? I did not. Yeah, you have to take a look for it. Uh, there's a, a Facebook group, Cosmic Legions or Cosmic Cabal. Um, because the mythic legions, the, the cabal is what is the official Facebook group of okay. of mythic legions. But they've they've created a uh, a cosmic a- aspect of it. Walter, okay. who runs the the regular one, also runs the cosmic. Feel free to jump in there. I am probably in that group, commenting and posting more frequently there than I am probably anywhere else. So. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what what we'll get from that. The, there's one character, the the green dome looking head, kind of reminds me of like the Santarians from Doctor Who, like Strax. Yeah, like, yeah. Just just a green, green version of it. So yeah. I, I don't know. We'll have to see what happens. Cool, cool. Uh, Rock, where can people find you and hear you and whatnot with your with the stuff you do? You can find me on Open Up Your Toys podcast. We record every other Sunday. We cover the four big franchises of the 80s, G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, and Masters of the Universe. We cover you know all the new toy news. Uh, we're, like I said, we're every other Sunday. We go about three hours. We live stream it on YouTube. You can also find it everywhere else. Podcasts are found. Stitcher, Zune. Uh, what was it? Geekcast, uh, <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> Spotify. No, just the usual places. Yeah. But yeah, we like, we talk a lot of news, but just, we could, uh, you visually follow us along on YouTube so you can see what we're talking about and, uh, talk about pretty much all, all everything new. Even though I don't collect anything new, I'm on the podcast talking about new toys. Nice. Very cool. So, very cool. You need somebody to shit on stuff, so. <laughs> I'm a comic relief. Well, that's why we had you here, so. Yeah, I'm the, old, I'm the old man. I only buy vintage toys now. Nothing, if it's not in the package, I don't want it. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. Uh, hell, that that the, the all those vintage toys is why this show is even here. So, um, yeah, got me started. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I wanted to give a quick update in regards to my comic because I have some uh, I think very exciting news. Uh, some people that hear the Patreon episode, which as of this recording will be out tomorrow. Uh, so just chronologically people hear this uh, ahead of time, but 
uh, that are on Patreon. And you can join Patreon for just $3 a month, which is super cheap. Uh, and I am putting out more and more episodes uh, through there for Patreon exclusive members because they were awesome and still stuck with doing Patreon even when I was giving everything for free. And so I really appreciate that. So I'm trying to reward them by getting out a bunch of episodes in the upcoming months. So, um, But in regards to the comic, we are going to be going on with issue two. We haven't found a publisher, so we are just going to continue doing Kickstarter until we can find somebody, build up enough of an audience where someone's like, yeah, we want to uh, help you tell your story. So uh, Joel is back to do the art, which is awesome. And uh, Dave uh, Sharp is going to be back to do the lettering, which is also awesome. Uh, but a couple pieces of news. One is, uh, I wanted another artist to do another alternate cover or variant cover. And I, the, the contract is signed and the deal is done. Uh, I got a huge grab for me. Uh, she has a huge following. Uh, I have loved her art for a many, many years now, at least five years, if not longer. Uh, it's Chrissy Zulo. Uh, she is known for her painted artwork that she does. Uh, she, her style works very well for the all ages crowd that, uh, that we're doing this comic for. And, uh, she, she actually had like DC statues done based on her artwork of like Wonder Woman, Batgirl, Supergirl, and Hawkgirl. And I actually have all those statues. And yeah, she's just phenomenal. She has, like I said, a huge following. I think she has 280 thousand plus people on Facebook that follow her, uh, over 80,000 on Instagram. So I reached out to her because she was somebody I always wanted to have her draw something for me. And what better thing could, could I ever draw than the stealth hammer cover? And she, uh, she's very busy, but then when I told her the timetable I was looking at, she was, she was very interested in doing it, but she wasn't sure if she could fit it into her schedule. And I told her the timetable I was looking at, She's like, oh yeah, I can do that because she basically just wanted to do something. Uh, she had to wait till at least New York Comic Con was over because she said that's its own beast, and I totally understand that. Um, but yeah, I told her I was like, I won't need this until after that. So, um, so I'm super excited to have her signed. Uh, I didn't want to announce it until I I knew I had her signed, and then just today. So the bad news is that uh, Ross Hughes, who uh, was my colorist and did an incredible job and I absolutely loved working with him. Uh, he is retiring from doing full on comic issues. Like he'll do some covers here and there and things like that when it comes to coloring, but he's not doing any big projects because he's done that for 15 years as a second job. He worked a full-time job and would do coloring as a second job. Um, he says, I'm, I'm just tired. And he says, I, I want to be able to enjoy my life. And I totally respect that and totally understand that. But super sad that he wasn't able to continue doing the coloring because I would get so many compliments about how his coloring complimented Joel's artwork. And it's not often you hear about a colorist being noted and noticed by people. Uh, usually you can, it's noticed if a color, if coloring is bad, but it's usually not noticed when coloring is really good. And, uh, people definitely noticed his coloring on this. So, um, and, uh, just to let you know, uh, Eric dropped off because his connection was bad. So <laughs> he just texted me, but I'm excited to say that, uh, I, uh, got a new colorist and who it is, is, uh, someone that should be familiar to GI Joe fans, 
which is Chris Sotomayor, uh, who is. Oh, nice. Yeah. That is a big, big get. <laughs> uh, if you know comics at all, Chris is a big name when it comes to coloring in comics. He has recently done work on Batman. He's done work on Spider-Man. He's done work on pretty much all the big names you can imagine. Uh, and he did work on G.I. Joe back when IDW did their launch of G.I. Joe. Uh, he worked with Robert. Uh, I followed his career since back then, and I got to meet him at Super Show back then. Uh, Rock, you'll remember Super Show. Uh, I remember, oh, my God, yeah. That yeah. was such a great time. Oh, yeah. It was a fantastic time. So um, so I met him there. Uh, I got to talk to him a little bit there. Uh, and we've been connected through Facebook ever since then. And he, I didn't know him personally outside of that one time of meeting him. Like, so I just didn't know if this was even going to be possible. And, but I was like, you know what? You, you only, it's one of those things, what you, you only, uh, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So I was like, I'm going to message him and see if email him and see if I can have him on here or, and or can I afford him? Because obviously he's he's a big name, so I was worried about being able to afford him. And uh, um, and I but I wanted to just have him bring some attention to this project. And he said this looks like a lot of fun. And he's like, uh, I don't want to break your bank, so how close can you get to this price per page? And I was like, here's the amount I can do. He says that works, and that literally just happened today. So. Uh, I am super excited to have Chris working on this and, uh, it is, to me, it's upping the level of what this comic is going to be. And I'm hoping I can do that every time with every issue. Um, I have thoughts about who I would love to have working on this for, uh, for at least an alternate cover for issue three. Um, Robert has already told me that he is willing to do some more artwork for a future issue. He's not going to be able to do anything for issue two, which, uh, I, wasn't planning on, but you know, if he was able to do something that would have been great. Um, but he says he'd love to be able to do something for issue three and plan and he'll plan out for that. So it'll be ready for issue three. Um, but yeah, I, I have some ideas of who I'd like to do an alternate cover for issue three already. Cause I already know where the story is going, obviously, but, uh, getting Chrissy to work on this and getting, uh, Chris Sotomayor on this is just two huge gets that I never thought would ever happen. So, I cannot be more uh, excited and happy about this. So, Ryan, I just found my signed print that Chris did at uh, Super Show. Yeah, the, the Avengers print with the uh, nice. I'm trying to remember uh, 2009. God, wow, that long ago? Yeah, yeah. That's that's crazy. Yeah. Well, and I had him sign. Do you remember the G, when GI Joe came out and they had the zero issue and there was the alternate cover that just had Snake Eyes' visor on it and the whole thing was all black? Um, I have uh, Chris's autograph in silver on that. I have Robert's autograph in that. I have Andy Schmidt, who was the editor at the time. I think I have his autograph on there. And there's at least one or two other people whose autograph that worked on that title. And yeah, Chris's name was on there because I got to take that to Super Show and have him sign it. So. Um, so yeah, th these are two really big gets. I, I am extremely blessed. Um, and I know stuff can still fall apart. Like it could still not happen, but to know that I at least have them locked both in now, <laughs> um, 
I'm excited to see what we do with this issue two. And I'm excited about what I did as far as from a writing perspective on issue two. I feel like my writing got a lot stronger with the second issue over the first issue. So I'm proud of what I did with the first issue, but I'm even more proud of what I've put together for the second issue. So I hope people will be on board for it. The Kickstarter will launch at uh, near the end of October. I don't have a specific date yet. Once I do, I will let everyone know, but it will be end of October. Um, so it's not going to be right away, but um, I'll let everyone know when that happens. Um, well, it seems like it'll definitely help the Kickstarter with these people having a larger following. Oh, yeah. Hopefully they can help bring some people to yeah. the Kickstarter as well, get more eyes on it. Absolutely. But uh, it's it's good that he was able to work for the, the rate that you offered. Yeah. Because I could just picture – this is going to make Travis laugh. If I could just picture him stroking his Fu Manchu like Hulk Hogan and goes, <laughs> that doesn't work for me, brother. So it's good. I'm glad it actually worked. That's, I yeah. think Travis is going to be the only one out there laughing. But uh. <laughs> Well, and Chris was super – like they were both super cool about it. Like they, I was – amazed at how much they really liked the project they were like this looks like so much fun and everything um they're like i'd love to be a part of it um chris the thing i loved with chris sotomayor his response was like um here's what my rate is but i don't want to break the bank for you so what can you do to get close to this rate and i'll work with you and that was just amazing so because he knows i don't have dc comics money he knows i don't have marvel comics money so (laughs) um but yeah, this it I'm super, super excited about this. So um and it's funny too, because I did reach out to another colorist that I knew before I reached out to Chris because again, I didn't think Chris would be able to just work level wise or even maybe interest level wise. I reached out to another colorist that wants to stay in touch with me. He wasn't able to work on it, but he was like, This looks really fun. I'd love to stay in touch and follow it and follow you and hopefully work with you in the future on something. And so I told him, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, I'd love to do that. So I did email him to let him know, like, hey, just to let you know, for the project, I was able to get Chris uh, Sotomayor to work on it. And he was like, he emailed me back today, and he was like, that's amazing. He's like, I'm telling you right now, you got an upgrade from whatever I was going to do for you. So. <laughs> Well, you also forgot to tell you in the email, I also wrote, well, I only work in crayon, and I can't do digital crayon, so that's why I wrote, I'm glad you got him, he's a good get. Right, absolutely. So, um, but with that being said, uh, you can email starjoespodcast at gmail.com, please send us your uh, vote on who you think had the best team, uh, you can follow us on Facebook, you can join the group on Facebook, and that's where you can also vote. Um, I'm sure I'm going to get questions asked. Can I vote on Facebook and through email? Yeah, I don't care, but you can only vote one time in each place. So, uh, we'll make it like America's got talent where you can vote multiple ways, but you can only vote once in multiple ways. I think that used to be a rule through them. Um, we're going to, we're going to make up and say that it was, um, <laughs> you can, uh, call us 440-941-JOES, 440-941-J-O-E-S and leave us a voicemail. And we'll play it on the air. And Hey, just like this episode, it was sparked by someone calling leaving a voicemail on what they thought we should do for an episode. So you can call us and give us an idea of what you'd like to see for a future episode. Uh, but with that, uh, I don't, Anthony, I guess if you want to close with me, cause you've done it before, uh, sure. we'll go ahead and close the episode by saying the force will be with you because knowing us is half the battle. Take care, everyone. Take it easy.